Hello, Collateral Gaming listeners. Chazzle Dazzle here from the Trial by Air Variety Show podcast. I just wanted to take a few seconds to invite you guys over to what we do. No, it's not video games, but we do invite really awesome and unique bands from all over the world. We dig deep into their souls and find really cool stories to tell you, and there's tons of music every week, so subscribe to us wherever you subscribe to your podcast. We look forward to having you. I'm Ashley Chancellor, and this is Collateral Gaming. Welcome to Collateral Gaming, the only video game podcast that matters, where we focus on good games, bad games, and everything else in between in the world of gaming. I am recording straight from somewhere in South Texas, and yes, my friends, this is a 420-friendly podcast, so whatever you have, smoke it if you've got it, my friends. Well, it's another solo game launch episode featuring yours truly that's okay i've got a lot to talk about i am super stoked to bring up this game actually um i gotta say i actually kind of did hype this one i really did i'm hearing a lot of people saying that it actually surpassed their expectations and they were expecting far less I, i don't know why but i was actually expecting this to be good from the beginning and of course i'm talking about pokemon legends arceus and yes, it is Arceus, not Arceus. I don't care what they decided, to, how they decided to pronounce it in the anime or anywhere else. Go back to the original Japanese. The name is Aruseusu. So, suck it. It's supposed to be pronounced Arceus. Anywho, uh, this is the most recent Pokemon game to come out. It is a spinoff of the core series, I believe, uh... It actually takes place in the region that would become known as Sinnoh, but uh, in Pokemon Legends Arceus, it is called Hisui. Uh, And in many ways, this is kind of the modern Pokemon game we needed. I mean, when it was first teased, it seemed like it was open world, and it's not quite open world, but it's a huge step in that direction, and it actually feels like a full-fledged 3D console Pokemon game for the first time ever. I mean... It, it it's insane. I mean, we, we've been, and, and I know that with the Pokemon games, you tend to try to follow the formula that's worked. And so the main series games are always going to be this like they are, but th- this just feels like a logical evolution, you know, no longer bound by the, the constraints of, uh, the turn-based battle system before. And yet it still is a turn-based battle system. There's just, you know, it's just, it's just, uh, it really is a natural evolution of it. So I gotta say, I am completely impressed with Pokemon Legends Arceus. I, I think it, it actually did meet my expectations. Um, uh, and uh, I'm actually really happy to say that. I honestly thought it was great. I mean, I loved, in, I loved exploring the Hisui region. Now, I'm not very familiar with the Pokemon games. In fact, this is the first one we've done on the podcast, and I haven't actually played that much Pokemon 
growing up. Uh, that's my confession here. I didn't play Pokemon growing up. I wish I had. I, I see what I've been missing now. And, you know, since then, I've sort of tried to pick up the games. Uh, I had Pokemon Yellow back when I was in middle school. I think that's the only one I got relatively far in. And then my uh, save data got corrupted and I had to start over and I never got back uh, on it. Later on, I did try installing an emulator on my iPhone that had a few Pokemon games and I, again, sort of sampled them. Didn't get very far. But uh, this is probably the first Pokemon game I really sat down and played quite a bit of. I mean, I got Y when it came out. I I've always put the newer ones on my wish list, but they've never been huge priorities for me. But as a result of getting Arceus and, and, and wanting to uh, really explore for this podcast, I went ahead and I got uh, Brilliant Diamond. I got Let's Go Pikachu. So some of the more recent 8th generation games, uh, especially with Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl kind of being the counterpart here because uh, those are the games that take place in Senna with uh, Generation 4, I believe. So anyway... Um, Again, I'm not going to have a huge amount of knowledge to go off of that's going to be like, oh, I remember this and I remember that. All I know is that I have a hell of a time with this game. Uh, there's always something to do. There are so many side quests. And, and, and the way that makes it feel like an open world game is that um, you do have all of these side quests that pile on top and you have huge open areas to explore. It's just not one continuous map. And I think that's why you can't call it an open world game. But there are plenty of side quests to pile up on and, and uh, you know, take on at your leisure. And there's a whole rank system that's been implemented. The more Pokemon you catch or face in battle uh, and, and update your Pokedex, the higher rank you go. And so your Pokemon are going to listen to you at higher levels and you're going to get access to uh, different recipes. Ra crafting is a thing here and you can craft your own Pokeballs and potions and what else um, and there are also many other items such as berries that you can use and, and throw at enemies or pokemon to lure them uh one thing that's cool is that you can battle wild pokemon unlike the let's go or the go games but you can also uh just catch them and not have to face them in battle if you sneak up on them you know and hide in tall grass uh, instead of random encounters you're gonna see pokemon out in the world so again that's kind of gonna that's gonna be kind of like the let's go games and pokemon go and the fact that you know you can just throw a pokeball without having to battle it or go into battle mode but it also does sort of it, it's a healthy meeting ground between the two i feel like there are also trainer battles throughout the the uh especially the main quest you're going to be facing trainers quite a bit uh and there's even uh there are even boss battles uh in terms of you know instead of having for instance gym leaders Instead, it tends to be that there is kind of this uh, Pokemon Lord uh, or, or some kind of legendary Pokemon creature uh, within each area that you go to. And so you end up having to usually face those Pokemon, whether that means battling them or in the case of uh, the frenzied uh, Lord or legendary Pokemon, uh, you actually have to... Uh, it's a mix of throwing bombs at them to calm them down and battling them whenever you get a chance to. Uh, battling works by throwing a Pokeball with your Pokemon in it. 
and then the ball opens and the Pokemon comes out. It's really nice. So whatever you're doing, you know, every, everything that you do in the game revolves around throwing Pokeballs and other items. It's just whether you're throwing an empty Pokeball or you're throwing a Pokemon Pokeball with a Pokemon in it uh, to battle another Pokemon or to collect items from like trees and ores and whatnot. And it's just a lot of fun. I had a blast going around the world and just finding new Pokemon and, and finding them and completing them. Every Pokemon has uh, a series of checklists uh, to, to perform. And so uh, there's a certain number of times that you need to catch that Pokemon. So in like the core series, I would say I pretty much just catch one of each kind. And then I wasn't really going to catch anymore. Uh, this game, like the Go games, is is going to kind of encourage you to, uh, to to catch more of one type of Pokemon. And then you can later release them uh, and, and sort of get a reward back and clear up your pastures. But uh, by catching Pokemon a certain number of times, you unlock, you, you research more into the Pokemon. And because we're looking at this backwards time in history where uh, the Pokédex is just sort of being evolved, and Pokémon are not well well known. People are mostly scared of them and don't like to approach them. And so, uh, research into Pokémon is 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 quite uh, it, it's 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 in a, it's in its very elementary phases. So, you, what you're actually doing is you're collecting research data for Pokémon in the Pokédex by battling them multiple times, by catching multiple of them. So there are, there are going to be certain benchmarks, a certain number of times you'll have to catch a, a Pokémon. Uh, whether you're going to catch a light or a heavy version of that or an alpha version of that Pokémon, whether uh, you're going to uh, defeat it using certain types of moves that it's weak against, uh, witnessing the Pokémon battle using certain moves these things are all going to count towards those benchmarks so when you see one in the wild you know you can kind of just take a look at it glance at your pokedex see okay uh i need to catch two more of these in order to uh, make some progress in the pokemon pokedex or i need to defeat a couple of these uh, sometimes it'll ask you you know to do so at day and night there's a day night cycle in the game which is really nice i i don't think uh, there are any main series Pokemon games with day-night cycles. Correct me if I'm wrong. Please, if I am wrong, I know some of you motherfuckers are going to correct me, but... <laughs> Sorry, I had to take a drink of a beer there, and I don't think I'm editing this episode, so fuck it. But either way, there's a lot to do, and every time you come across a wild Pokemon, it's just kind of this game. And some Pokemon are going to be extremely aggressive and fight you, uh, and so you've got no choice but to battle them or throw an item at them to make them go away. Or uh, some Pokemon you're going to need to catch stealthily, and you're not going to be able to... to uh, to battle it even because it'll try to run away from you so some things like smoke bombs and trying to catch the pokemon unaware and stunning it uh, is going to help you achieve that goal so that's what i really enjoy about it the uh the battle system the catching system in this game is that you're rewarded for defeating a pokemon multiple times more so than just leveling up your pokemon uh, you're rewarded for catching more than one uh, and not just to obtain one that maybe is a better level or whatnot but it's just gonna count towards your research overall some side quests are gonna ask you to give up pokemon uh so that people can put them to work or or you know so that they can have a partner to work with. So uh, it's advantageous to go ahead and catch multiple of each type. But I, I spent hours, on, honestly, in the world. I mean, just 
moving around. This is this is, and I, I've downloaded quite a few different Pokemon games recently, and and this is the one that I'm most interested in, the one that's most fun. I'll be honest, I haven't beat the game yet, and we're already <laughs> it's past two weeks. I think it's like three weeks since the game came out. Um, and and part of the reason we didn't do the episode as early as we normally would have is I just didn't have enough money to to buy the game. So, <laughs> but I finally did. I splurged. Um, Got a shit ton of Pokemon games, like I said, and and uh, yeah, I, I've been enjoying the hell out of it. I, I pull up my Switch, and and it's really nice to be able to to play this adventure on the go. I think the Switch is honestly the perfect console for Pokemon because it's a game series that historically has has been on handheld consoles. So you know, kind of taking them with you is part of the experience. It's it's a pocket game. We're talking about pocket monsters, right? But at the same time, being able to push it to the li- to the limits and uh, take advantage of of uh, real console hardware is gonna be is, is great for the series. I know there's been some complaints about the graphics. I like them. I don't have a big issue with them. I mean, I don't think it's the finest graphics we've seen on the Switch, but it's a Pokemon game. I don't know. <laughs> And more than that, it's fun. There's so much to do. Uh, there are certain Pokemon that I don't think are catchable. A lot of the more like legendary Pokemon, uh, ac- what you actually end up doing is either just battling them or uh, some of them you end, be- end up becoming mounts for you to ride around. And uh, different Pokemon are going to have different advantages. There's uh, There are some that will allow you to traverse water or land. Uh, and I think even flying type. I haven't even gotten as far to unlock a flying one, but I'm sure that <laughs> I'm sure that there's going to be one at least. And each uh, each mount that you play is gonna have a, that that you use is gonna have different uh, different abilities and and whatnot. So it, it it's actually really cool to summon those at any time. They're not Pokemon you battle with. More so, there's just a they're just a Pokemon that you play your whistle and it comes and it helps you. So. It, it kind of covers all its bases in that way. Uh, there is a story to go here. Obviously, you know, with Pokemon, uh, the stories tend to not be like anything groundbreaking, I don't think. But, uh, you know, there has been some pretty interesting uh, takes on a world that, that involves these kinds of creatures. And this one is no exception. Like I said, it takes place within the past. You're actually playing as someone who is transported from the future or from another universe. It's not really made clear whether you come from our universe or, you know, universe that you're already familiar with Pokemon or whatnot. But you play these characters that are, are counterparts to the uh, the default characters in Diamond Pearl, uh, Dawn and, and whatever that else, the other guy's name. But I think in here they're called Akari and something else. I always name my character Ash because that's my name. And I just thought it was cool that in the very first like Pokemon, I could just choose one of the default names. And and, and it's me. So <laughs> that's what I did. And I played as the girl. That's the cool thing about choosing Ash as my name is that I can pick a girl. And I don't know, lately I've just been choosing female avatars. Long ago, humans and Pokémon had not yet learned to coexist. This land 
is the Hisui region. It will come to be known as the Sinnoh region. And at this time, the ecology of its wild Pokemon remains unknown. Therefore, many people still fear Pokemon. And such people live together in Jubilife Village, where this story begins. Your goal is to research the Pokemon of this region. As a member of the Galaxy Expedition Team, an organization dedicated to studying this land, you will strive to complete the first Pokedex in the region. Research begins at a base camp from which you'll embark on excursions. You can catch wild Pokemon with Pokeballs. Be warned, not every Pokemon is so easy to catch. In such an event, one option is to challenge them to a battle. Command your Pokemon to weaken the opponent, and it should be easier to catch. Pokemon behaviors vary in the Hisui region. They may live in groups, or they may flee upon sensing your presence. The aggressive sort will attack without hesitation. Some are much more powerful than you. If danger comes your way, run. It's quite the important research tip. Back at your base camp, you can let your team of Pokémon recover their health. Professor Laventon, a researcher on the Galaxy Expedition Team, will provide research support. Report back to the professor with any and all research, and the information will be entered into the Pokédex. There are various research tasks of note, including number caught and times you've seen it use moves. As you fulfill these tasks, such entries will populate. The central hub for your research is Jubilife Village. It's a great place to prepare for excursions. Visit the general store where you can purchase items with in-game currency. Or head to the craftworks to craft using the materials you've gathered. The Pokémon you've caught can be left at pastures. The clothier and hairdresser let you customize your clothing and your hairstyle as well. When you feel like it, head to the photography studio to take pictures with your Pokémon. Jubilife Village is also home to the headquarters of the Galaxy Expedition Team. Alongside Commander Komodo and Captain Silene, you will carry out Pokémon research and survey missions. In doing so, you will grow as a team member and eventually explore new areas of the region. Certain Pokémon with special powers will allow you to ride them.
With the aid of your Pokémon, your research will take you to greater areas of the region. Eventually, you will come to learn about noble Pokémon, respected by the people of Hisui. Frenzied by a mysterious power, these Pokémon will stand up against you. For just such an occasion, special bombs have been created to calm them. Dodge powerful attacks and create opportunities to challenge it to Pokémon battles. Quell the noble Pokémon through various methods. Vast lands. And wild threats await you. And what is the mythical Pokémon Arceus? The story of humans and Pokémon begins right here in the Hisui region. Pokémon Legends Arceus. Anyway, Pokemon Legends Arceus was actually developed to celebrate the 25th anniversary of Pokemon. Looks like this might be kind of a kind of a new thing that they're doing. Would be really cool to see some more Pokemon Legends games featuring different uh, different regions and um, from different eras. I mean, I love the aesthetic of this game. Uh, Hisui has this uh, this ancient Japanese feel to it, which is nice because. The Pokemon games obviously take place in a modern world, whether that's the late 90s or uh, whether that's uh, technology that's a, a little bit more current. You know, some of the more recent games obviously are going to include, uh, you know, smartwatches and and uh, Nintendo Switches and whatnot. But <laughs> uh, I, I do like seeing this this uh, this 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 proto Pokemon world that we know of. Um, obviously, the Pokemon are going to be familiar if you've played the Generation 4 uh, games, Diamond and Pearl, or the remakes. You're going to, you know, you're going to come across the same types of Pokemons in the areas that you normally encounter them. Uh, one thing that's unique about this game is that it features uh, a different, uh, completely different sets of starter Pokemon uh, from actually different regions. Uh, in this case, where your options are for your grass type, it's Rowlet from the Alola region, Cyndaquil from the Johto region, and Oshawott from Unova. So it's actually really cool to to see uh, Pokemon from like three different generations all make up your starter Pokemon, and then of course all of the Generation Four Pokemon. I will say uh, I picked Cyndaquil. I have a tendency towards picking fire types. For the most part, I mean, when I play, when I got Y, I got, uh, I got, I mean, I was, I wanted to get Greninja because it's a, it's a freaking ninja. So that that was that was one of the exceptions, but <laughs> I, I tend, I tend to 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 go to for the the fire type starters, uh, if nothing else. So they're calling this a pre-make to Diamond and Pearl. I think that's a good way to put it, but it, it's also, it's own game i mean kind of the remake part of pre-make doesn't really make a lot of sense because uh well i mean it takes place in the same world but you've got a completely different story this time around 
uh, which is following this character who is exceptionally good at catching Pokemon in a world where people don't tend to come near Pokemon. Everybody's kind of celebrating your achievements like, whoa. But everybody at first kind of is looking at you weird because you're this character that just fell from the sky in weird clothes. and um, <laughs> But you prove your worth you know, early on and, and, and you're calming down all of these Lord and Lady Pokemon, this legendary Pokemon. Uh, you're catching a lot. So you're, you're, you're something of a legend in this game. And that is really cool. So and you're seeing, you know, the start of some of this technology, you know, for instance, with the Pokeball, which I actually, I think in this game, what they ended up saying was that Pokemon shrink themselves. So it's not that the Pokeball that does it. So the, the Pokeball just seems to be just kind of this clasp uh, technology. I mean, it's, it's nothing incredibly crazy you can craft them on the go there are different types of pokeballs that you can craft whether that's the normal pokeballs or these heavier pokeballs that are uh that they're going to get it for you a higher success rate when you catch pokemon uh unsuspecting by sneaking up on them so and those are called heavy balls uh there's uh, great balls. There's these feather balls, which are, are really good for uh, throwing at far away Pokemon because they're light. So you can catch Pokemon in the sky or Pokemon that are quite a bit away. Uh, I, I actually had a lot of fun kind of experimenting with the different types, you know, and, and seeing what would work. Uh, sometimes, you know, it, it it's going to be better to go ahead and battle a Pokemon and whittle it down a little bit, you know, get some status effects in there and capture it the old fashioned way. Other times, you know, if you can kind of just sneak up on it and, and, and get it in the ball, that's going to work out better for you. What I like is that everything that you do in this game, you don't have to wait for one huge problem with the Pokemon games is how much fucking waiting there is. And it's like, you do a battle, you wait for it to load. There's this huge fucking screen. Every time you do something, you have to wait a few seconds for it to do what it's doing. It's, uh, and then after you finish battling, you know, there's just all these screens that come up. You don't have to wait for anything. Uh, you're still going to have that turn-based battle system. But, it, like, for instance, if you're capturing a Pokemon, you get to just keep on walking while the ball is going and then it'll come back to you. Uh, if you throw a Pokemon out to go do something, it'll come back to you. So you can keep running and doing whatever you're doing. Uh, I love the, the kind of the freeform uh, RPG combat when you're battling one Pokemon. If another Pokemon happens to be nearby, well, now you're battling two of them. <laughs> and let me tell you, they can whittle down your health pretty easily if you're not careful. Uh, obviously, you've got revives and potions and other things to heal your Pokemon, but it's still going to take a turn. One other thing that's cool about this is that uh, when Pokemon Master moves by earning XP, they can perform agile or strong style versions of the moves, meaning uh, they can perform versions of the moves that uh, by using w a higher number of PP, you can, you can make the attack deal more damage or have a greater effect, but sacrifice your speed, or you can uh, sacrifice the amount of damage that you're going to put on, which is helpful, I think, if you're trying to capture one, but still use uh, an element it's weak against, or you're just fire higher leveled up. But uh, you can also, you'll be able to to uh, to move much more quickly. It kind of increases the, the, or decreases the amount of time before your next turn. So, uh, obviously, uh, with the turn-based system, it, the speed stats of each Pokemon is gonna is gonna factor in to whether or not you know who's gonna get the first hit, and in some cases, uh, 
Pokemon with a high enough speed above the one that you're battling with can attack uh, multiple times before you get a chance to get a hit in it. It could be infuriating, uh, especially when there's multiple Pokemon, you know, and maybe there's one that you're strong against, but the other one is one that you're weak against, you know. <laughs> but uh, the battle system works pretty similarly to, the, to what we're used to, but you can uh, you can easily restore your Pokemon in this game. Instead of Pokemon centers, you kind of have these base camps that you can go to. And what I like is that you can instantly teleport to those as long as you're uh, not haven't been spotted by a Pokemon. You can open up the map and you can teleport to the base camp at any time. You can go back to town at any time and uh, you know gear up. Obviously, you know you already have some things for sale. And you can switch out your Pokemon at the at the base camps. But if you want to do a little bit more, you can actually go back into town to Jubilife Village, which would later become Jubilife City in Diamond and Pearl. And uh, and you can really uh, stock up on things, complete side quests, missions, rank up, and what and and whatnot. So, as I understand, this game has actually been pretty well critically acclaimed. A lot of people are calling it one of the best Pokemon games that's ever come out. Uh, and it is quite a bit of a departure from the series' gameplay, but I think that people were kind of looking for something new. And I'm not saying let's change the mainline series' games. Of course not. We can have Pokemon the way that we want it. But I'm happy to see Game Frank actually kind of branch out and... and do something a little bit different here and 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 include a game that is like i said it, it's the modern pokemon game i think we've deserved for a while now does it seem really similar to breath of the wild yeah but doesn't everything isn't everything kind of taking the breath of the wild route lately <laughs> you know i'm just saying that's not a bad thing um and and pokemon you know it was about time that it, it followed suit with this whole uh let's let's do a kind of a kind of a soft reboot and completely change the way that the the game is played you know that a lot of games have done recently including Zelda and Mario uh Assassin's Creed God of War just to name a few <laughs> during that you know like 2017 to 2018 era Pokemon's a little late to the party but I think this game was in development so and it, it kind of adds something new. I think this is I called it a spinoff earlier, but I believe this is actually considered a mainline game. So this is actually going to be maybe something that we'll see in the foreseeable future as we have the release pattern. If we're following the release pattern, the way that uh that it that it is currently going, the next game we're going to get should be a uh, a generation two Let's Go game, which would be really cool to see. Uh, because the Let's Go games kind of seem to take place on a different timeline, where uh, and they feature gameplay that's quite a bit different. Uh, Let's Go Pikachu and Let's Go Eevee were remakes, basically a Pokemon Yellow. They were inspired by that one, so it would be cool to see uh, a Generation Two game uh, that was uh, based on uh, Pokemon Crystal, I believe. That that's that's Gold, Silver, and Crystal. It's so weird because you think it'd be Platinum, and you think Platinum would be Crystal, but um they yeah they they didn't do it that way cuz if you know diamond pearl and crystal kind of makes more sense than diamond pearl and platinum right gold silver and platinum makes more sense than gold silver and crystal just my point of view <laughs> just throwing that out there but that should be the next pokemon game i think we're getting is a a let's go style remake of generation 2 uh could be let's go 2 or uh, let's go whatever 
Pokemon they decide to use as the starters this time that are Generation 2 Pokemon, other than the ones that I guess that you really do start off with, and include some of the things that were uh, special to Crystal, I suppose. But that would be cool. And then after that, Black and White remakes. Are they going to also remake Black and White 2? Who knows? That, but that, that that would actually be pretty cool. I think uh, that, that that's next um, after the uh, Let's Go or... Or is the main series game coming before that? I don't know. Um, by some point, we'll also have a new main series game. And with Sword and Shield, I think, being games that were not developed originally for Switch, but were developed initially for 3DS and ported to Switch, don't quote me on that. I think I just heard that somewhere. It would be nice to see what a, a, a Pokemon uh, core series game is going to look like on the Switch, but that's what I feel like this game kind of is. It's really make, taking full advantage of it. And I don't know if, if, if the, uh, the next core series game doesn't start making some huge improvements to the franchise without, you know, the huge departures in gameplay. Um, I don't know if it's really going to, going to hold up to, to, uh, RCUs. Uh, I, I think a lot of people were, uh, were just completely impressed by this and surprised by how good this is. So I, I, I do like that uh, the uh, the team that you're a part of is called Team Team Galaxy or something. Is are they supposed to become Team Galactic? Do they become the bad guys later? I don't know. There seem to be these like Fortune sisters that kind of seem to be the the Team Rocket slash Team Galactic characters in this story. So <laughs> it's hard to say. Uh, so far, there hasn't been a real uh, antagonist in the game, but I, I, I do think by the end of the game that changes. Don't quote me. I haven't played that yet, and this is going to be spoiler-free review, so uh, we wouldn't want to get into it anyway. But I guess without getting into too many more spoilers, there's not a lot more I can say about Pokemon Legends Arceus, but... God, go get it. Even if you've never played a Pokemon game, this is actually kind of a good game to start off with. Although, I don't know, maybe you might feel a little underwhelmed by the other games of the series. That's not to say anything bad, of course, but um, I, I think this is kind of sort of what we envisioned. You know, when we were thinking, what kind of Pokemon game is going to come out in 2022? You know, this is something that I would have envisioned more so than, say, Sword and Shield. And that's not to talk shit on Sword and Shield or Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl. They're, they're good in their own ways. Like I said, I've been playing brilliant diamond and i like it i've been having a lot of fun with it but uh this is definitely the superior game in my opinion so my recommendation is get pokemon legends arceus i'm someone who's not a huge pokemon fan and i loved it i think pokemon fans are gonna love it uh it's just an all-around good time so that being said this month uh we should be if if <laughs> get that mario and luigi superstar saga episode done uh we, we should be talking about horizon zero dawn uh actually supposed to be recording that this weekend as of the time of recording and then horizon forbidden west uh is gonna be uh, a game launch episode but also a numbered episode we're doing i got dying light 2 so i want to talk about that as well and do a spoiler free game launch episode on that so uh, don't hold me to it but i'd like to to see that happen i'm planning on doing it uh and then at the end of this month we are getting elden ring we're gonna be part of a live stream event with agony megan's brother he was on our dead space episode uh and that's gonna be a lot of fun while he's playing the game day one but then about a week after following the game's release we'll probably go ahead and release our episode because I'd like to to play the game a little bit so I have something to talk about and I'm busy you know <laughs> we've got lives but 
Um, I'm really excited about Elden Ring. So expect our episode on that at the beginning of March. Stay tuned for the live stream event on the day that the game comes out, uh, which is... Let me look it up. It's at the end of this month, end of February. Elden Ring, February 25th. Okay, that's that's the plan. So, anywho, if you like this episode, please leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or feedback on your platform of choice. Uh, I think we decided not that, that as of now, we're not going to delist on Spotify, but it was a consideration considering everything that was going on. But at least while we're there, I know Spotify has a rating system, so leave us a rating on there. And if you don't want to see us leave Spotify and you support us being on that platform, then I suppose let us know. I mean, obviously, far be it from us to want to uh, lose a lot of our download base. But sometimes you got to make a statement, right? I don't know. If you have an opinion one way or another about it, we'd certainly like to hear it. If you're a podcaster and you want to uh, collaborate, I'd really appreciate it. It's really hard doing these solo episodes when uh, I'm doing a game that I know my other co-hosts haven't played or they're really busy. So it, it would be nice to uh, to have <laughs> some additional guests to talk about some of these games. If there's an upcoming game that you really think we should talk about, uh, let me know. I'll talk about it with you. Me and you, we'll do it. <laughs> Uh, for real but uh, rest assured we are going to have Megan on her Horizon episodes because she's a huge fan of the series and I'm really excited about it uh, following that in March let's go ahead and announce I guess what we're going to be doing then as well because fuck it uh, I think after that it's Hellblade Sinua's Sacrifice, which is going to be interesting because they just announced the sequel to it. Uh, and I looked at the trailer for that. It looks really dope. I'm excited about it. Um, and then April is our 420 month. We've got things planned for that. Uh, actually, we're going to be recording through June. But from now on, uh, we may be... We, we, we may be ending in, in probably in, in May or whatnot. It's just this season started a little late, so I gave us that extra month. But... But yeah, we've got a lot going on, and I'm really, really excited to talk about it with you. I'm really excited to talk about it with my fellow co-hosts. Don't worry, Megan and Zach are doing great as far as I'm aware. Uh, just a little swamped with everything that's been going on. And if, guys, you're listening to this, I love you guys. Uh, really going to be happy to, to talk to record with you again uh, on our upcoming episodes. But anywho, I don't know really what else there is to say about this if you like collateral gaming if you enjoy our episodes but you also are a movie fan check out collateral cinema our sister podcast uh, i'm a co-host of that cast as well uh, we are doing actually our anime month in february uh, so we just recorded an episode on princess mononoke we're also doing cowboy bebop the movie we've got a director's cut commentary out on demon city shinjuku and we're gonna have a director's cut episode focused on on uh on the cowboy bebop anime and the live action series but, but we're doing the cowboy bebop movie as a numbered episode so uh and uncharted is is coming out at the end of this month that's going to be a collateral cinema and collateral gaming collaboration uh at the movies episode really excited about it i love tom holland and i can't wait to see him kill it in the role of nathan drake and and not i'm gonna leave it th with it there I, I i actually have high hopes for the film i don't think it's gonna be like a masterpiece or anything but i think it's gonna be fun uh and then uh, i i think uh we're gonna be doing the batman 
in early March on Collateral Cinema. So <laughs> Matt Reeves, Batman with, you know, fucking R-Pat. And I think he's going to kill it. Honestly, I do. <laughs> but that being said, uh, I guess there's not really much else to say. Go ahead and play Pokemon Legends Arceus. Go get it on Switch. It's a digital download. It's 60 bucks like any other game, but it's well worth it. Uh, this is not a Pokemon game I think that you're just going to like put down after you've put a, a little bit of time into it like me. <laughs> but uh, you're actually going to invest quite a bit into it. If, if you're going to get any Generation 8 game, any new Pokemon game that you're looking at getting, this is the one I recommend. <laughs> but... I guess that's all there is for this episode. I've been Ashley Chancellor. You can also call me Ash. And gotta catch them all, Pokemon. Collateral Gaming is a collateral media podcast. All music and game clips are owned by the respective creators and are used for educational purposes only. Please don't sue us. We're poor.